0: insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go.
1: Welcome everybody. One, two, three, four, fifth week of January 2024. Pam is going to let us know all about the week starting Monday the 29th of January i'll be back with our meditation we are active spirituality.life and don't forget to check out our website have a look at um, our individual websites see what we can offer you pam and i have been working many 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 years together and many many years in private consultation here hopefully to offer you some support in your lives so pam what is in store for us this coming week
0: Okay, January 29th, we are in the waning moon cycle, and the moon is in the sign of Virgo. And as we proceed in this day, uh, the moon goes void, of course, at 6.20 p.m. So up until that point in time, we actually have a lovely ability to be wrapping up, proceeding with things already in motion, uh, doing things that are therapeutically beneficial, especially for a health, routine, how the cogs and the wheels just move with precision and ease. And the piece that's really valuable to note on this day is as active as we may be with productivity with work with getting things done it's really important to put the spiritual into the mundane so those of us who haven't been able to do this on this particular day especially by end of day there may be a sense of feeling very tired uh, um, an exhaustion a confusion a a, a dithering may come in <laughs> and the best antidote for that is to do something that really puts you in the present so exercise swim uh, stare at an aquarium Um, do something that's related to something that doesn't require a lot of thought. I mean, it's beautiful if you can uh, meditate or give yourself a nice walk in nature or do something that basically what what the soul is begging for at this point in time is give us a release, give us a place to discharge all the, all the busyness that doesn't need to be there. Because when we're able to do that, then we can kind of realign and put ourselves in a greater awareness of where we are in space and time. Once the moon enters uh, the next time, which won't be until the next day, then, yes, we can kind of initiate or start or engage in other ways. But right now, for the evening of the 29th, it's really useful to let yourself let yourself rest. it's it's the image I have in mind is that all day there was high productivity. it's it's like a runner. You've been running this marathon. you've been moving. a lot has gotten done. And now comes the time when it's important to Do the walking in place, hydrate, put on the space blanket, (laughs) give yourself some warmth. Because it's not that you just totally check out, but you pay attention with greater awareness to what your needs are in order to refresh. And there's a picture in the sky between Mars and Uranus on this evening, which can ask some of us to engage, do an activity. Hey, what about this? Uh, It's not that you shouldn't move or you shouldn't take action if that's beckoning to you. But just be aware that it's better to pace yourself and not overextend at this point in time. The next day, the moon enters Libra as of 3.04 a.m., the times I give her Eastern time. So you need to adjust depending on where you are on the planet. And once the moon is in Libra, then we are in an energy. It's air, it's verbal, it communicates, it... It wants to engage, partner with others. Uh, this may or may not be something that's up for you at this point in time, but if it is, that that is heightened, especially if you're an air or fire sign, that sense of who do I partner with, who do I have a conversation with, how do we get this off the ground and running. <clears throat> So what's important to keep in mind on this day is that there are bumps. So we can hit cross signals. We can feel as though we're only halfway there. We're not able to get through in the way we really want to get through. Don't see it as a wash. See it as a building process because that's what it is. These couple of days, including Wednesday the 31st, are days that are asking us to do the building blocks of communication, work on what needs to be said, subtract things that are too much to expect or not going to go in the direction that you would like, add in things that can enhance or bring you closer to some kind of resolution or understanding. It's a process. It's, if somebody gives you a snap decision or says they're on board or <clears throat> uh, immediately responds to an overture, just know that something's going to backslide. Something is not going to go exactly as you had thought. The person didn't totally understand what was expected or is not the right candidate to follow through with what you intend. Um, Just anyone who agrees too quickly hasn't heard everything. (laughs) All the information is not there, and that includes yourself. So keep that in mind. And that carries into Wednesday, as I said. Uh, The thing about Wednesday to keep in mind as opposed to Tuesday is that tempers can get short, especially in the late afternoon evening. So work on making sure people are heard. Uh, don't engage in something that just seems like it's going to go off the rails. It's it's not worth it, and it basically is giving you the information you need. <clears throat> in order to define with greater clarity how to proceed once we get past this kind of bumpier energy the moon goes forward of course at 4:03 a.m. on Thursday the 1st and then it enters scorpio but not until 3 37 p.m so that's almost 12 hours with a void of course moon so to cite briefly what a void of course moon is for the people who don't listen often the void of course moon means that basically what's happening is the moon as it travels through the sign is no longer making a geometric aspect to another planetary energy. So what that means is we tend not to be as emotionally engaged to outcome. So what are the most productive contracts, uh, meetings, uh, situations, when we're working on getting certain things done cohesively, are when people are connecting with one another, when they're emotionally involved in the outcome. Um, There's not that juice on this particular day on February 1st. So without that, it's best to stay in the realm of discussion. It doesn't mean that nothing can get done or agreements can't be made or, you can't proceed with certain things, but it does mean that anything contractual or that has a longer term outcome probably is not going to have the emotional investment required <clears throat> to make that thing actually fly. Now, this can change a bit or be mitigated depending on personal horoscopes and where the moon is traveling within them. But as an overall emotional energy discussion, that's the limitations of this particular day. So once the moon enters Scorpio, of course, now things flip. Now... If we've been discussing or trying to get somebody involved with something, now's when the rubber root meets the road, when the person can really start to say, hey, I get it, and show up. This actually uh, bodes into, especially when we get past afternoon, once we're into the evening, then we're in the place that really has the longevity and sticking power. Now, the the part about the late afternoon, early evening on this particular day is that it can be revealed what the hang-up was. So here's a scenario. Let's say you've spent the last couple of days, or especially uh, this day, the first, on talking to a person, working on engaging, getting a message across, and there's been no glue, there's been no pickup, there's been no response that really showed you you were on the same page or this was going to go somewhere. What happens once we get into the late afternoon evening is that whatever wasn't working for that person. Uh, company, project, suddenly comes into more visibility as to what the issue is, what the block is, what the holdup is. doesn't mean immediate resolution, but you start to be able to see what is holding you back. And so that bodes well for a better outcome or coming on the same page with whatever it is that's been up for discussion. So on t- on uh, the second Friday, February, uh, we are in this very nice day uh, again. Moon is in Scorpio, so here's my uh, here's my qualification here. It's a very nice day for people who like to have intense conversations, who want to go deeper, research, uh, find out, you know, where the, the problems are. And maybe not so comfy for people who that's not their wheelhouse, but it, it, it's a good day to expunge reveal on earth and the only thing about it is that the important thing on in the morning especially for early risers is that you are clear where you're putting that energy because a lot of things can come up and they may they may populate like first thing in the morning you may you may think, "Oh, I know I'm doing this," or this is where I'm going to concentrate on this day and this weekend. But then these messages come in or or some information explodes and that switches where you thought you were putting the energy. It's not it's not bad. It's it's simply essential that you decide where, what is the most important thing to do in descending order. Because without that clarity, you're not going to be able to be as productive on this day as you can be if you have that clarity. So the third on Saturday, uh, let's see what's going on. So Saturday, the third moon is in Scorpio still, and it is a really great time late morning through uh, early evening to bring in that focus, that intensity to really commit to what it is you want to commit to and, and, bring resolution to make it happen. It's absolutely fabulous for that. So this is a a, a tremendous day uh, for people who are on board with where they need to dive and what they need to do. The moon goes for it, of course, at 1024 p.m. One thing about the evening, especially if you've had that uber-intense day is the evenings really wonderful to do the regeneration uh sink into uh really understanding what happened whether you're conscious of it or not i mean for some of us it'll just be oh it's time for a a meditation or to just stare at something beautiful or, or allow myself a long yoga routine is, and, and for others it's okay, let's talk about what happened, what we were into, what my day was like, because it's, there's, there's a, there's so much that has come in that we want to unravel it. And for for writers and artists and, and people who are creative, it may just be, let's just let it all flow out without judgment, see where it goes. At 10.24 p.m., the moon goes void, of course, and it doesn't enter Sagittarius until, uh, let's see, 1.28 a.m. on Sunday the 4th. So the late evening on the third is really delicious to just get a really good night's sleep and do everything you need to do to just heal, rest, recharge. On Sunday the fourth, with that moon and Sag, oh my, 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 the thing about this day is that moon and Sag wants to move it wants to take action it's um, reactive it gets inspired it wants to follow follow the train of thought or the 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 path into the woods the the thing that just entices that's what it wants to do and that's That's really great, and if you have a lazy Sunday where you can just do that, just be responsive and go with what uh, charges your exuberance, then that's fabulous. The caveat or the important thing of note here is do you have a responsibility is there something that you're supposed to do, show up for, make happen? If that's the case, then do it. <laughs> if you need to do get up earlier to get it done before you go off on your your fun day, great. If it's something you have to clock out on your fun day and do in midday, then do it it's it's so important that you show up for whatever that responsibility is because if you don't it's it's going to bite you <laughs> it's as simple as that um we most of us may very well end up with a sense of what was it you know is something unfinished there may be that feeling at end of day and it may not be until the next day that boom, we get it, what it was that we missed doing. But if you can give yourself that edge and keep in mind or benchmark or do whatever that thing is, the day spent is going to be that much more glorious. And now I turn it over to Susie. Sounds like
1: integrity and meeting your obligations in a way to me. Mm, mm -hmm, Don't play hooky mm -hmm. until you're allowed to.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. Thank you so much. So we're going from the end of January into February in this week. Okay. Everyone, let's go into our meditation. Just find yourself sitting with a nice straight back. And if you can, always take these meditations and extend them a little bit, like perhaps do the listening part for 10 minutes. And then, if you can, take another 10 minutes when we finish just to sit and to be quiet and to empty the mind. And bring yourself into complete stillness, into the void. Really great way to help yourself. And you're also bringing very peaceful, very gentle vibrations into the world. And we need that in the world. So when people say, I'm sitting and meditating, A lot of, at least from what I've heard, people think of that as like, well, what's the use in that? Or why do you do that? Why don't you go and do something instead? Why don't you get up off your seat and go and help people? So we have to really understand that meditation is also a very important way of helping not just ourselves but helping the world because we're creating a resonance. We're creating a frequency. We're creating an energy field when we meditate. We're always creating an energy field. You walk into a room where someone's angry or been angry, you can feel it. That's the energy field. You walk into, for example, a monastery in Nepal where monks or nuns have been meditating and chanting for hundreds of years. That's a very powerful and very peaceful energy field. So when we're meditating, we're creating something that is peaceful, that is non-judgmental that is full of compassion it is boundless kindness and that meditation energy goes out into the world around us so we are in a way we're meditating always for peace we're always meditating for selfless loving kindness so remember that each time you take your seat, each time you take a few moments to meditate, you are putting that energy into the world and you are helping, you are supporting the state of peace in the world. So let's bring ourselves now into that state, the state of peace, taking a few deeper breaths, and many of the things that I have learned from decades and decades of practising as a Tibetan Buddhist, it's all about allowing ourselves, which is very, very hard, to detach, to detach from our desires, to detach from our ego, to detach from our anger, our greed. And these are the ways that we can come to a more and more peaceful state. So one of the ways we can do this is by simply concentrating on our breath and simply breathing. Taking the breath in, holding it for a moment, taking the breath out, holding for a moment. This type of breathing is where we put our concentration. So we're training the mind. This is a very important part of our practice is the training of the mind, training our mind to come to this place of emptiness and peace. And when we're concentrating on the breath, just on the inhalation, holding, exhalation, holding, inhalation, holding, exhalation, holding. As we do this, we're bringing all of our energy, all of our mind, all of our concentration and focusing it simply on the breath. And if you have a very busy mind, you can visualize literally the air coming in, going down the tubes, going into the lungs, and going out. So you can use your mind to visualize, give it something to focus on and visualize if it's very busy. As the thoughts might pop into your mind, don't get angry, don't get frustrated, just allow them to pop in, don't resist them, but just redirect the mind's focus back to the breath. And even people that have been meditating every day for many decades still will struggle with the random thoughts the busy thoughts that come, and every day we simply practice on focusing back on the breath. The body might become uncomfortable. Sometimes we can override this by concentrating on the breath. If not, then move around a little bit. Give yourself a little wiggle. Through practice, Through experiencing this on a daily basis, you might start with one minute, you might start with ten minutes and slowly build up. You can try doing a few minutes in the morning, a few minutes in the evening, generally training the mind training even our physical body, actually, for sitting, training ourselves to come to this place, to do good for ourselves and to do good for the world around us. When we quiet the mind, it's almost like washing windows you can see more clearly outside. You can see more clearly inside. The more we engage with this peaceful meditation, the more clarity we have in our mind, the more intuition, the more we see the patterns the more we see the motivations and the meaning. The more we meditate, the more our heart grows in compassion. The more our heart grows in compassion, the more we become understanding of the way things are. We become more neutral less dramatic and more peaceful. Our body physically also receives a lot of very powerful benefits from meditation. See if we can just take a few deeper breaths now to really feel this powerful energy of doing something so simple of being able to sit, to sit in stillness, in quietness, and simply to be. Gently opening our eyes. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Thank you so much, Pam,
0: and have a wonderful week, everybody. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life, We look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.